Well, I'm I'm on on the winning side. side. Yes, I'm on on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, October 22nd, and we have had a busy week. It's been a great week. Of course, we had the revival Monday night, Tuesday night, and then uh, Wednesday night kind of felt strange not being in church, but uh, I think that was probably a well-deserved uh, break for our people. We had last Saturday the harvest party, Sunday was a full day, and then uh, Monday night, Tuesday night, we did have school chapels Wednesday, so that was a, a blessing, and that was some uh, sense of uh, uh, normalcy. But here we are, it's Friday, it's been great, and we're looking forward to this broadcast. Thank you for joining us on 95.9 FM, and uh, I thank you for tuning in. I don't know if this is your uh, lunch break. I don't know if this is your drive uh, to or from work or home or whatever, or if you're around the house, but we're thankful you're listening. And then those on Facebook, uh, some of you may pull it up on your phone, or maybe you got a a laptop or an iPad or a, a, a home computer, whatever it is, but we're thankful that you're joining us. And then, of course, we've got our radio app, And we've got the podcast and YouTube, all of those listeners, we thank you so much for tuning in. And you know, there's some days where maybe you're having a a bad day, maybe you're having a tough day, and just maybe a song or maybe a verse or just something uh, can completely uh, transform and just turn around your day. And that's not because of me or it's not because of something uh, witty or something clever, but it's that's the power in the Word of God. Uh, This book right here, it is quick. And it is powerful. And that word powerful in the Greek is the word dunamis. It's where we get our word dynamite. I tell you, there's a lot of power in dynamite. But this book is powerful. And it can change your life. And it can bless you. It can challenge you. It can strengthen you for whatever you're going through. Happy birthday today to Steve Brantley. Also today, happy birthday to Brandon Clements. And happy birthday to Danny Lucas. I hope you men have a great day today. Let's be in prayer for uh, the weekend. Pray for a great day Sunday. We're having our uh, pumpkin Sunday for all the kids. They'll get a pumpkin. And I don't mean like a little, you know, baseball-sized pumpkin. They'll be pretty. They might be like softball. No, no, they'll be a little bit bigger than that. But uh, we have a pumpkins, and the kids always love that. And uh, it'll be a great day Sunday. And then let's pray for our school, pray for our students, and pray for our teachers today. Uh, Let's pray for our missionaries. Pray that God will protect them. Pray they'll have a good day and that uh, they'd be used of God to see souls saved, to see people brought to Jesus Christ. I want you to hear this song, and uh, I'm, I'm so thankful for this truth. Sometimes we just take it for granted. But you know, God does not make any mistakes. God, His way is perfect. Now, we make mistakes all the time. We make mistakes every day. Uh, some are little, some are minor, and some are big, and some are huge. Uh, but we make mistakes, but God never has, and He never will. And whatever you're going through in your life, I want to tell you this, it's not a mistake. It's not an oversight. God didn't mess up in your situation. Uh, He's in control. 
and uh, you can look to Him, you can trust in Him, uh, you can follow Him, and uh, He will bring you through. I promise you that. You'll enjoy this song, I believe. And then we'll be in Proverbs 22 on this 22nd day of October. Uh, we're going to try to finish up today Proverbs uh, 22. So I hope that'd be a blessing to you right after this song. Have you ever seen a mother cry when she lost her little boy? Or a mom and dad stand broken, their son's life had been destroyed. Have you seen old age take those away who are precious in our hearts? Listen then to what I say. God makes no mistakes. God makes no Have you prayed and prayed, but no answer came in that hour all so dark? Weeping may endure the night, but joy will come at dawn. Then you too, my friend, can say.
that's a blessing. I hope you enjoyed that song. And I don't know what you're going through, but God does. And uh, He doesn't make any mistakes. There's another song with that. I think it's got the same title. And uh, But I'm thankful that uh, God makes no mistakes. And then uh, I think about that song uh, we sing, and it's in our hymn book now. It's number 312 in the blue book. Uh, oh, rejoice in the Lord. He makes no mistakes. He knoweth the end of each path that I take. For when I am tried and purified, I shall come forth as gold. And that was written by uh, Ron Hamilton, who we know as Patch the Pirate, who lost his eye, went blind. And he wrote those words um, that uh, we can rejoice in the Lord because God makes no mistakes. Now, that's amazing there. It doesn't, the Bible doesn't just teach and that song doesn't just teach that we can endure and we can be miserable and we can just somehow muster the strength to get through. But the Bible says that we can rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Remember, we talked about it just the other day, uh, but Paul said, that uh, he would go through that thorn in the flesh. He said, because God's grace is sufficient. He said, most gladly, therefore, will I glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. I don't know where we ever got the idea that the Christian life is just so hard and it's just, oh, I don't know how we're going to make it through. And I don't know where we got that idea. That's not in the Bible. I promise you that. Uh, the Bible answer is, hey, we've got victory in Jesus and we ought to be rejoicing and we ought to be praising God and we ought to be uh, worshiping Him. You see, no, no matter how bad it gets down here for you and me, if you're saved, you're going to heaven and uh, this world's not your home anyway. Why would it matter uh, just uh, a temporary uh, few years on earth compared to forever and ever uh, in heaven? And so I hope that that song helped you. I know it helped me. Proverbs 22 in your Bibles, we uh, see that uh, there's the reputation, there's the responsibility. We talked about reverence. We talked about reaping, uh, removing, uh, cast out the scorner. We talked about the rod and uh, reproof, the correction that we need. And then we talked about receiving instruction and then our reminder that we have the certainty of the knowledge of truth. We have the, the, the confidence that we have God's truth, God's word. I want you to look number nine. This is a lot of words we've covered in Proverbs 22. But I want you to look at the word respect. It's found in verse number, the idea is found in verse number 28. But the Bible says, remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. It's very interesting because, of course, today we don't, we don't have uh, that concept as much. Um, I, we, my wife and I, we laugh sometimes in California. We lived there for nine years and uh, we were in college there before that. But uh, in California, because the land was, uh, they were so limited and the space was so tight and it was so expensive, if there was an old building or if there was an old house that was not being used, that property was worth a ton of money. So somebody would buy it and they would just level the whole thing. Uh, I've seen them do that in neighborhoods with houses that are not really that bad, uh, but they, it's not what they want or it's going to take a lot to... So they say, hey, we'll just level the whole thing and start over. Um, but that's more the idea there. Around here in North Carolina and more our rural type areas, you'll see houses that have just been left. Sometimes people have moved out and they just leave it and it's overgrown or whatever. And, and, uh, and that's not what it's saying to just, you know, leave up the old landmark, leave up the old house, even if, you know, weeds are growing out of the roof and even if trees are growing, that's not what it's talking about. A landmark 
uh, an ancient landmark was literally a, a, a rock or a, some stone or some marker to indicate the boundaries of the property. We have today, usually you got to dig a little bit in the ground, but we've got property pins that will tell you this is your property. And in Bible days, you had to be very careful because sometimes people would try to move those landmarks or move those markers. And literally when those markers were moved, you were losing territory. You were losing ground. And that was a, la a land or a possession that had been passed down to you. And can I tell you, it says, remove not the ancient landmark, which thy fathers have set. Um, I was yesterday, um, my, I took the day off yesterday and I was uh, trying to plant some bushes that my wife had, had got at the, the local nursery and I was planting them and boy, I didn't realize just how dry the ground is. And of course I was trying to plant them right where there's a bunch of pine trees and roots and all that. And let me tell you, it was some hard work digging. We dug uh, 10, I say we, <clears throat> um, uh, I dug 10 holes and uh, those holes had to be, you know, several feet wide and about a foot or more deep. And that, that took some work. Well, can I tell you, uh, if I was going to do all that work, I wanted to put them in the right spot. I didn't want to put them in. And then I didn't want to have my wife come out and say, oh, you know, Jeremy, could we move them a few feet over? You know what my answer would have been? No, we can't. They're staying there because that was a lot of work to get them placed. Well, the same is true spiritually. We've had some fathers. Maybe for you, it's your grandparents. Maybe it's been a pastor, uh, a youth pastor, a Sunday school teacher, some godly mentor that you've had in your life who they have walked with God and they have uh, served God for a lifetime. And they have set up some markers and they've set up some guidelines to try to help you and to help me. By the way, we don't worship those people, but we do worship the God that they worshiped. And we do believe the Bible that they believed. And we're, we're very quick sometimes, I think, to try to move something that somebody invested their life in and somebody who walked with God and knew God, they tried to set a landmark for us, for our benefit. You see, I'm trying to set some landmarks for my children. I'm trying to set some landmarks someday for my grandchildren. I'm trying to set some landmarks for this church. I'm trying as the pastor to say, hey, here's what the Bible says. And you got to stick with the Bible because once you get away from the Bible, there's no limit to how far you'll go. You see, we must have respect uh, for those who have lived their lives and given us something that has been passed down from the word of God. I'll give you a few thoughts about this. Our message does not change. End of conversation, end of discussion. Our message does not change. How come? Because the Bible doesn't change. Because God's word is true. It has been forever settled in heaven. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Our message does not change. However, I want to say this, and I want to be very clear. Our methods do change. You say, oh, what are you talking about, Pastor? Well, uh, in the Bible, there were times where the offering was not uh, a bill. It was not coins. It was not a check. It was not online giving. There was a time in the Old Testament where they brought animals for offerings. Well, we don't do that today, and we certainly don't do animal sacrifices, that's for sure. But that is something that has changed. 
Uh, that, that is something that our methods have changed. How about this? Transportation. It used to be that when you went to church, you got to church riding on your horse. Caleb, I'm sure, has seen this picture. But where my dad pastored in Illinois, that church, uh, First Baptist Church of Geneseo, when I was there, which would have been uh, on staff the early 2000s, they, we celebrated a 150-year anniversary. So now you're talking almost 170 years that the church has been there. There were pictures of the church with dirt roads and hitching posts out front. There was one of the uh, uh, early members who was coming to church on his tractor. And I don't mean just for fun. I mean, that's because that was the transportation. And can I tell you, that has changed. We don't, we don't, uh, uh, we don't have a hitching post out front of the church. Uh, we have automobiles. Nothing wrong with that. As a matter of fact, we have church buses. And our buses go out and pick up boys and girls. So you say, well, we're not changing anything. Well, we, we're going to change some methods but we're not changing the message. Electricity. I'm thankful for electricity. I'm thankful for uh, power. Uh, I'm thankful for heat. I'm thankful for air conditioning. I remember being at a service and uh, we were in Peoria, Illinois for a youth rally when I was the youth pastor. And we were there, I think I was in college at the time, but we went to this youth rally in Peoria, Illinois in the summertime and a major thunderstorm went through. It knocked out all the power in the church. It was a beautiful church building. It was fairly new. And somebody, I don't, know, I don't know where they got it, but somebody had a kerosene lantern. And they said, I know we'll still have church. We'll just put the kerosene lantern on the pulpit so that the preacher can see his Bible and that we can see the preacher. Well, that preacher was a wild man. And that preacher knocked over the kerosene lantern on that pull off that pulpit on the floor. The power's out in the auditorium. And I remember sitting in there thinking, oh my goodness, this is not good. Thankfully, uh, did, the building didn't catch fire and all that. But anyway, I'm glad we don't use kerosene lanterns anymore. I'm glad we have electricity. But can I tell you, although our methods may change, our message does not change. We're not changing on the Bible. Uh, we're not even updating the Bible. The Bible doesn't need to be updated. The Bible doesn't need to be rewritten. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. God's word has been preserved for us today. We're not changing our music. Uh, many churches are bringing in the music of the world. And I, I've seen different clips uh, that sometimes people will post on the internet or whatever. And I've seen clips and, and I have to almost look and say, now, is that a church service or is that a rock concert? I couldn't tell. You say, well, if you listen to the words, sometimes you can't even hear the words. And, and even when you do hear the words, you're not sure. But we want to have music that brings honor and glory to God. And we're not changing that. We're not changing what the Bible teaches about what is right and what is wrong. We're not changing what the Bible teaches about marriage. And we're not changing what the Bible teaches about uh, being pure and being holy. And we're not changing what the Bible says about the Great Commission, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Can I tell you, there must be some respect uh, that we not remove the ancient landmarks which our fathers have set. Again, I'm not talking about uh, uh, not changing methods. Of course, those will change. But our message does not change. And our God does not change. Uh, he is the same. Uh, he sa says in the book of Malachi, I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. We're not changing. 
uh, what we believe. We're sticking with the truths of the Word of God. I hope you have a great day. And I kind of got to preaching a little bit today. Uh, but I hope you understand my heart. And I hope you understand the importance. Proverbs 22, verse 28, Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. God bless you. Hope you have a great day and a great weekend. And we'll look forward to a great day in church on Sunday. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.